It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, thank you for checking in today. It's May 11th. Where has this year gone? Every week I feel like, where has this year gone? It's like been crazy. Today's title is about springing into action with boldness. It's one thing to set goals. It's another to spring into action and boldly go after what you want in life and work. My guest today, Tracy Ritt, knows a firsthand how to do this. And she has devoted her life in helping other women set and get their goals. Today, we will talk about the importance of community and encouragement as we pursue our goals. Tracy, Tracy, thank you for being here today with me. Hi, Karen. So (laughs) fun. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. Tracy, when did we first meet? We met, what, six months a year? November. Fall? It was, yeah, it was last kind of fall um, online. Yeah. And then we got to see each other in person in January. And that was so amazing. Yeah, it was, ugh, what a great yeah. trip that was in Napa. That was so it fun. was, it was great. We actually, um, Katarina Rando is going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. And we oh, actually great. went, that's how Tracy and I met was through Katarina. Shout out to Katarina. Here we go, Katarina. Um, with one of her um, online courses on sales. It was a sales blitz course, right? Yeah. Actually, then, wait, was it sales or? Oh, no, we met on sales, but then we did this, but it was the speaking course that we were in yeah, together. Yeah, NAFA, it was a, a week-long speaking course. And it was the first time I've ever done something like that with the speaking part of my career. And I fell in love with it. And I got to finally meet Tracy face to face. And then what seven other beautiful women at that time also. And so what a kudos to um, Katarina and her program, but kudos to both Tracy, you for going and doing it. And yeah, being there with me, it was amazing. Getting to bring, you know, the opportunity for us to not only be together on a regular basis online, but then to be able to culminate that whole program with a whole week kind of intensive together all day, every day. I mean, it was, it's the kind of thing that really changes the trajectory of what you're doing. It really does. And I'm, I'm an in-person thing. Like even with this radio show, people, listeners, people, listeners, (laughs) I can't just, I cannot believe I just said your listeners are people. People. Listeners, um, <laughs> here's the beauty of it is that all my shows are live on Facebook and you can go to Facebook Live to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours, and you can watch us. And I love the being able to see my guests. To me, it's very important to be able to see you and relate and feel you um, through the screen and not just with our ears, yeah. but through the eyes and get the whole senses going. So that's really important to me. As we begin, listeners, you know how I love just to take a moment just to ground and to be. And so I invite you to join Tracy and I as we uncross our legs, get settled in, uncross your hands, and closing your eyes. Just taking a deep breath in through your nose and releasing. Another deep breath in through your nose. 
and releasing. And now bring your hands up around your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big squeeze. In fact, give yourself a squeeze. Love on yourself. This is the moment to really love on yourself. Take another deep breath in. Allowing that air to expand all the way to your lower abdominals. And then exhale. And as you do your deep breath, I invite you to repeat, I am worthy of my love three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And exhale. And then tapping three times in your chest, repeating the word accept. Accept, accept, accept. Another deep breath in. And release. Listeners, I hope that during that time you took those moments just to breathe, to pay attention to your breath, to realize how important breath is and what a beautiful gift it is for us and how we take it for granted every single day. I was listening to a book and it said that every hour we breathe like 740 times. And I thought to myself, wow, that's incredible. And how we just take it for granted. So I hope you're present with us right now. You're in the now, you're in the being, and that your heart is open and that you're ready to accept and receive the messages that will be given today. As I explained to Tracy during right before we opened up, I always do an affirmation because I'm an affirmation queen. I love affirmations. They have um, re- help me reprogram my mind, help me reset my intentions and outlook on life. Um, and I never look at the cards. And a lot of your listeners know that. I just shuffle through my deck, whatever pops out is the one. So, Tracy, as I read the affirmation today, I would invite you to share what comes to your thought and share with the listeners. Are you good? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, this is a good one. <laughs> it says, more light is available to me every day. More light is available to me every day. So as I read that, Tracy, what came to your mind? Well, I have two things, actually. Okay. Um, One is, so I live in Santa Cruz, California. And those of you who haven't been here or, or know anything about the weather on the coast of Northern California, in the summer, it's not sunny. (laughs) so you know going into late spring into the summer I kind of personally battle with the light level in the world I love sunlight I want to soak it up and when we have those kind of gray dingy days I I probably have like seasonal affective disorder I would assume because it's always affected me having that kind of lack of light in like my vision and I'm always turning all the lights on in the house and everything. So the first thing that came to mind was the thought about the physical light. But of course, what that card is telling me is that the light is within. And so to remember 
that if I maybe turn inward to how I'm feeling instead of recognizing that there's not enough light for me, right? Like the lack of light, that lack mentality. So that's the first thing that came to my mind. Second thing that came to my mind is um, a friend of yours and mine, Sharon Karen, did a reading for me a while back. And I don't remember the details. Unfortunately, I really should look at that again. But there was something about celestial and light and and all of that. And I recently bought myself a ring. I don't have it on, unfortunately. I'd love to show it to you. Um, that is a, a citrine, which is a super supportive crystal for me in a gold sun. And it was made in India. And it's just like, it, it fits my, my middle finger so I can wear it like right in the center of my hand. And it's this big kind of sun on my hand. And so when I wear that, I remember Sharon and I remember how it felt when she was doing that reading for me and all of the things about kind of being your own light and sharing the light with the world and all of those things. So those are the two things. It's a lot that that. came to my mind. And I love that you did that and that you shared with us because it's true that out the outside, the world outside, those days when it's gloomy and it's over and over repeats, 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 they can take a toll on you and being aware. Mm -hmm. I love the fact, Tracy, you're aware of that. And so you turn on the lights and you, you bring that light in however you can. And then the second one going inward and how important it is. We all have that light inside of us and it's being able to shine forth and let it, even those times when we're not feeling like it, just being aware and going, okay, envisioning that light, you know, I'm always seeing candles wherever I go. So visiting, having that light come into your heart, into your, yes, my candles lit right now. Your candles and just (laughs) seeing that light up your body and how important that is. So I appreciate that listeners get your sticky notes, write it on your mirror. More light is available to me every day more light is available and how beautiful that is. I, I've been set, I've been, went to say many times, the sun shines down upon us all the same. Mm-hmm. And the light is always available, whether we can see it behind the clouds or not, it is still there shining down upon us. And so I invite you guys, my listeners to write that down. More light is available to me every day. And one of my past guests, you know her, Gwen Leopard, actually, Tracy, she, when I read the affirmation, she goes, every time she reads an affirmation, she puts yes, and then now. So yes, more light is available to me every day now. And I I thought, yeah, it's very powerful. And I really appreciate Gwen. I love my guests every single week. I'm always like, oh my God, I'm not worthy having you guys on my show (laughs) because you guys are wonderful and you fill my cup. And it's so true. So I really appreciate, first of all, Tracy, that you're taking the time to be here with me today. Of course. And for your words. Yes, I would love to, I would, as we start with Tracy today, I want to read a little bit about her, her bio. She is a wonderful person. I love Tracy dearly. She has been over a decade serving and supporting women to set and to get their goals in life and business. As the founder of the Gather Community, She took her own goal getting advice by shifting in 2020 from holding and hosting in-person events in her brick and mortar space to creating a nationwide community of like-minded women who are growing and thriving together. 
Tracy serves as a woman entrepreneur in her workshops, her coaching programs, and in the Gather community membership and events. And her, she has her word, and her word is bold. People can be bold in their life and in their business. So Tracy, I love the fact that you pivoted from brick and mortar in person yeah. to going online. Tell me just a little bit how that happened. Well, we know everything with COVID. That's <laughs> what knows how it happened. <laughs> we, all, ding, 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 ding. we all got that, that question, right? That's funny. But, but how it was a, a lot of people had to wrap their head around it. And a lot yeah. of people did not pivot very quickly. And it took them a while. Yeah. What was your journey with that? Well, um, we'll start off by saying I'm not very good at sitting still. Right. So there's always like, okay, what's next? What am I going to do? What am I, you know, there's always more, more, more. But um, I'll share a little bit of kind of the thought process around it, which started with, as you mentioned, that I opened a space called called Gather here in Santa Cruz, downtown Santa Cruz. And it was, you know, the fruits of an effort of of over six months, over a year, the idea of creating a physical space where we could do workshops and book readings and meetings, networking. Um, we actually had music events and, you know, lots of speakers and things like that. It was very challenging before I created the space to find a space to do my own things. Um, most of the spaces in town were either um, very busy and hard to get into or um, not really the vibe that I was going for, right? Maybe more, um, you know, community center-ish as opposed to a really nice kind of professional uplifting place you want to spend your day. So I have an interior design and project management background. So I decided I was just going to make my own place and I just got obsessed with it and made a plan and, and made it happen. We opened in October of 2019. And of course, in March, we had to turn the lights off. And so what we were doing was when if someone had an event in the space, we would support that event by doing promotion, by trying to help them get as many, if it was a public event, get as many mm -hmm. people in, the, space, in the, the event as possible, helping them with social media and, and to our list and to different websites here in town, all these local activities. And so when the pandemic began, I knew that because we thought it was only going to be a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> if you remember, <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, it'll be a couple of weeks. Actually, I could use kind of a breather. Well, let's, what are we going to do for the next <laughs> couple of weeks? That's easier. And I said, well, some of the people here who have this room scheduled are going to need, need help doing things online while we wait for everything to open back up. So I had done a lot of in person or a lot of online activities. So I helped them to move things to online. Of course, we realized a few weeks later that we weren't going to be going back in person anytime mm -hmm. soon. And I saw the opportunity to not only help the people who I was already working with, but to expand who we could reach because now that everything was online, we didn't have a geographic limitation. So instead of only working with people here in town, we expanded and said, hey, if you have events that you are promoting now that everything's online, I've got people that you would never meet 
Mm-hmm. Being in Washington or being in Utah or being in Colorado or Texas or New York or Pennsylvania or Canada, right? I've got people on my list, people that I can reach that you would never have met. And I would love to help them connect to you. And so I created this whole network and this whole process of bringing in people as members of our community that we help with promotion, help with visibility, help with being seen and heard. And I also took that audience that I had cultivated over 10 years of teaching and coaching and brought them to new people that they never would have met Mm -hmm. having only been connected to me and not to this larger network. So it was a lot of, you know, ripples in the pond, connecting people to people all across the country. And it's, it just took off and grew and it's been so much fun. I love the fact that a lot of um, the whole thing with community, how important that word is. And mm-hmm. it's not just your local community. It's like right. the world right now and how, you know, COVID is harsh as it, it's been for people and job loss and people's, you know, passing away. There's also, there's also a unity, a global unity that happened through it yeah. and good came out of it to where people knew they could pivot and continue to grow and learn and expand and opening up their mind. And so I love the fact that you took that opportunity to do that. So we have a couple of minutes before we go into our first break. And I would love you to tell me what bold stands for. Yeah, well, you probably already, I think we've, I talked about this when we (laughs) saw each other in January. Yes. Having grown up here in Silicon Valley in Northern California, a lot of the things that Um, that I've worked with over the years end up being an acronym, right? So I worked at HP, I worked, you know, all of these companies and everyone like, we talk so fast and there's so many words, like let's just (laughs) make it all acronym, right? So when I started teaching about bold um, and bold has its own origin story too, but when I started using the word bold as a reference point for how to help my clients step out of their comfort zone, I decided I would take the letters of bold, B-O-L-N-D, and make that into a four-step, four-piece framework for how to break through those things that are holding us back and how to really move ourselves forward. So, you know, depending on if we're talking about life or business, you know, everything's kind of related, but really it comes down to four key components, which is build your vision, own your choices, leverage your learning, and D, (laughs) develop. That's so funny. All of a sudden, I was like, what is D? What is D? Develop yourself for success. And, you know, I go into when I'm teaching what all four of those mean, but it's really like that, take that big picture of build your vision is the big umbrella and then own the choices and then leverage what you've learned and then develop yourself as you go along. So you can see like the big picture down all Mm -hmm. the way into your own center of if you are developing yourself, then you can leverage what you've learned and then you can own those choices that you make and you can actually get to that vision that you've built. So 
I love that. Yeah, that's what bold stands for. <laughs> I love that. Okay, listeners, we're going to go into break, but stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to deep dive a little bit more into bold and how that looks for each of us as individuals or through our business or in how they can intermingle with each other. So right. we'll be right back after this break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. Today's title is called Spring into Action with Boldness. And our guest today is Tracy Root. And before we went into break, she was talking a little bit about the word bold and what it stands for. And it's about building, owning, leveraging, and developing. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. But I just wanted to, um, this next segment of the show is sponsored by my book, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine. It's an international bestseller. You can get on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, Walmart. And March, it came out in Audible. And if I can just say something really quick, crazy about this, it was yeah. surreal to listen to a professional voice share my story. I was yeah. like going, oh my gosh. Like I was able to take myself out of it and just listen and actually learn from my personal life experiences. Yeah. And how surreal that 
That would be pretty crazy. I remember you talking about it in January and I think you were previewing some clips yeah. in January from the, the person who did the voice. And yeah, I remember how amazing that was and the look on your face listening to it and going, that's my story that someone else is reading. It's crazy. It is. Congratulations. That's really Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm super Amazing. excited about it. Listeners, we love it when you call in and you can email questions to me at Karen at shinenowornever.com or you can go to my website and join my monthly newsletter, nowornever.com. So we invite you always to do that and to be a part of the community of now. As we go into this, Tracy, there comes a point in life where we have a pivoting or our aha moments. And usually it's in a time in life where we're not our 100%. We're usually in the depths of hell or something traumatic has happened. I would love it if you feel comfortable, share with your list, with the listeners an experience that kind of was your maybe breaking point that you thought, you know what, I got to make a change. Yeah. And how you stepped into the line of being a coach and your entrepreneurial journey, if you could right. share that with us. Absolutely. I mean, I actually talk about this all the time, so it is not a stretch to Good. share. Okay, um, although, <laughs> yeah, so don't worry. Um, and it's funny because, you know, when I first started coaching, I didn't include this part of my story when I was working with people initially because I didn't think it would be relatable at all. Um and I came to learn, like we were talking about common experiences and stuff, that even if our experience isn't specifically the same, that the feelings and the results and the, 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 the path ends up being very similar. So the turning point for me was when in 2010, I lost my first husband to cancer. He had been sick for about four years um, off and on as cancer sometimes does. And during that time, he was going through chemo, radiation, you know, getting better, recurrence, all those things. At the same time, he was actually first diagnosed right after our son was born. Uh, two and a half years later, our second child was born. And so those four years, he was sick, trying to get better. I was helping him and a new mom, learning how to be a mom, working full-time. I mean, I took maternity leave, of course, but I was the primary breadwinner in our family. So there were a lot of, you know, pluses and minuses in those days in that I was the primary breadwinner. So we didn't have a big loss of income and, and lifestyle issues and stuff while he was sick. So that was good. And at the same time, I was super stressed out which of course I'm sure affected my children, right? When they were mm -hmm. born to age four for my son and two and a half for my younger kid, you know, they were in trauma stress the whole time without even knowing it because they were tiny. So it's a very interesting like thing to look back on, on how that time of our lives um, kind of showed up. So four years later, he passed away. Um, it was you know, we didn't really have any family nearby. So we had people visiting and stuff over the course of his illness. And after he passed and we had gone through all of the funerals and, and all of that stuff, then 
even though people had come to visit while he was sick, people stopped visiting, right? So I was definitely back into, this is my life. I have no support. I have two little kids. I'm working full-time, thankfully in a really, you know, well-paying, high, like fulfillment job to the extent that I could be fulfilled in the moment. Mm -hmm. And, but I was, it was very alone. It's very survival mode. And about a year and a half or so after he passed away, I was like, okay, this, like, I, I don't want life to look like this when I'm 60. What am I going to, how are things going to be different? If I don't do something different, then my kids are going to go through school and we're never going to like enjoy life. We'd I'd drop them off at daycare. I'd go to work all day. I'd pick them up from, from after school care and get them to bed. And then I would drink wine and eat junk food and, and do whatever as a way to kind of cope with the end mm-hmm. of the day so that I could go to bed and then do it all again the next day. Um, so again, about a year and a half after he passed away, I kind of woke up from that grief fog and said, okay, I'm going to have to do something different. What am I going to do? Yeah. How, how could things change? And so I decided that if I had more energy, if I felt better about myself on a daily basis and, and kind of felt like I was moving forward again, then maybe it would, whatever I'm supposed to do would come to me. So Mm -hmm. I started with what I dealt with every day and what I could see in the mirror, which was the fact that I was very overweight. I had had two kids. So, you know, lots of understandable, but at the same time, I was super exhausted and had no energy. And on the weekends, all I wanted to do was plop them in front of the TV and like relax Mm -hmm. because I was so tired all week long. Yeah. So I started by working with a health coach. I found a program that was like, do this, do that, do that, very directed, very like, tell you what to do, don't deviate, like very strict, not restrictive, but strict. And I was like, well, everything I've ever done in my life related to my weight and my health has not worked. So I'm just going to try this because they're going to tell me what to do and maybe it'll work. So that summer I lost 55 pounds and by the couple months into that, I really started recognizing that I felt different, right? So, I mean, the weight is great. The weight is a side effect of really what started to change, which is my mental state and my emotional state and, and being, allowing myself to, um, to, to be in the world again and not mm-hmm. just be in that survival mode. So a couple months into that journey, my health coach said, Hey, you know, people are, Like, are people noticing what's going on? I'm like, well, yeah, I just lost 30 pounds in two months. I think think people noticed. And everyone was asking me at work, what are you doing? So I had the opportunity to teach them what I had learned. And so that's how I started coaching, was coaching the same program that I was having success on. And it was great. I, over the course of several months, I was really learning how to have more empathy and how to be a better listener and how to um, how to help people feel heard when they're struggling. And those are the things that are a big part of what a good coach needs is the ability mm-hmm. to hear other people and help them feel heard and understood 
And it was kind of the first time that that was really true for me. I, I was very, before that, very kind of sarcastic, um, hardcore, like, you know, ambitious type A person. And it started to change me because I started to not only feel heard myself, but learn how to hear other people. So that's and- when I really moved from not only helping people with their health, but with their thoughts and mindset and uh, imagining what's possible for them in the bigger picture. And I think um, you hit it on the nose when you go through experiences yourself, all of a sudden you have that empathy and sympathy for other people um, because you can relate to them. Yeah. And your story is very powerful. Yeah, it is. And I, and I know that now I didn't know then that telling people about my husband dying was going to be relatable in any way because I didn't know anyone else my age. I was 42. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone else my age who'd lost a husband, right? I was young. He was only 47 when he passed away. Yeah. But what I realized before too long and what I definitely know 100% now is that the experiences that we go through, whether it's the loss of a husband or loss of, God forbid, a child or a spouse, a marriage, a, um, you know, friendship, a mm-hmm. job, a global pandemic, like all of these things, the loss and the journey are very similar. And I had a friend who lost their daughter to leukemia and a friend of a friend, a friend of that friend was actually my friend was second, second level friend, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Um, And helping her understand that what she was feeling was grief and that like the being able to bring my grief story to that conversation was felt very good to me to be able to have that perspective for her. And I think it helped her understand that what she was going through and this anger that she was going through and then this frustration, you know, all of the feelings that she was going through were all totally normal and understandable and, and, and good, like have those feelings so that you can understand yourself as you go through the journey. And so that was a huge, huge impact for me. I think that is really huge and it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to go through it. And listeners, as you're listening to Tracy today, Stop and just think whether you've gone through things yourself personally and your choices, or if you have loved ones that have gone through them and how you can support and how you can be there. And Tracy hit it on the button when she said, listening. Sometimes you don't need to say anything. You just need to listen. I've been using that recently with my kids. They're teenagers now, Mm -hmm. uh, 13 and almost 16. And you know, as a mom, our natural tendency is to try to help and fix and, and make it all better because there are little babies. Um, but as teenagers, I'm really working on my response to their storytelling, complaining, whatever it is that they might be in that day to say, okay, do you want me to fix this or do you want me to listen? And, you know, this is, it's not only good for teenagers, it's good for everyone because we are such, tend to be such fixers Mm -hmm. that to be able to say, you know what, I, before I say anything, do you want me to tell you how I think things could be different for you? Or do you want me to just hold this space 
for you to be and to feel and to be heard. So it goes back to, you know, that listening and and helping people know that whatever it is that they're feeling and whatever they say, I want to help them know that those feelings are valid and that that what they say in their experience is 100%, you know, theirs and valid and and I'm here for it. And I appreciate the fact, Tracy, that you're aware with your kids right now because they're in that learning and growing stages of life to where it's important that yeah. you set the example. Do you want me to give you my advice or you want me just to listen? Do you want me to help right. you or just to listen? And those two words, how important that is, advice or listening? Yep. Yeah, my oldest is a sophomore, um, finishing his sophomore year. And earlier this year, he was talking about like college or after high school, I should say, whether it's college or not college and all of those things. Yeah. And I started off on my, you know, like I said, type A high achiever personality. Oh, yeah, did this and this and college and da 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 da. And you're so smart and all those things. And I went back to him a couple of days later and I said, you know, I really want to apologize because I really was pushing my agenda on you. Mm-hmm. And this is your life. And I want to help you get whatever fulfillment out of life that you can get. And if that doesn't mean going to college, I am going to support you. I may lapse. It may be hard for me because it's not my tendency, but I want you to know that I have thought about that and I want to apologize for the pushing. Um, and he really appreciated that. And, and I think Phil's really empowered to make to at least explore options for his own life. And, you know, some people might think that 15 years old is too early for me to do that. And I'm not saying I'm going to just let him go, you know, hang out on the street corner and do nothing. But, you know, the path that we think for other people is not necessarily their path. And so I want to really help him and help everyone that I'm working with, whether it's my own family or my clientele, to to recognize that we're in charge of our own path. First step in that is figuring out where you want to go. Right. And then starting to figure out exactly what direction you need to step in order to to get closer to it and, and figure out along the way if it is the right path for you. Well, and I love the fact that you are, um, that as a mom, I mean, my kids, when they're younger, you know, I had all my dreams for my kids. I knew exactly what they were going to do, when they were going to do it, how they were going to do it. And I was so excited about everything. And then understanding I had to sit back going, oh, maybe they don't want my dreams for them. (laughs) And it's kind of like we put our dreams on them because we can just see potential in them. Right. And as a mom, I think that's so, as parents, even dads, it's so easy to do with our kids. But at the end of the day, like you said, Tracy, it's their life, their journey, what they want out of right. life. And, and, whether- and I think a lot of times we don't give them the credit that they deserve also. Right. Well, no, we're looking at them like they don't know. They're young, you know, right. and we have all this wisdom and understanding. But in reality, our kids know a lot more sometimes than us as parents or they see things differently and it does not make it right or wrong. It's just right. their their way of thinking and their vision. And I think right. that is so important. Listeners, we're getting ready to go into our next breaks. Um, but remember affirmation, more light is available to me every day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tracy Root after this commercial.
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. During um, break, before we went into break, Tracy was sharing with us about her son and how she has stepped back and has, you know, told him whatever dreams, desires you want to do for your future, I will support you. I might, might take me a minute to get on board, but (laughs) at the end, I will support you. You know. You know what? It's interesting. As you were saying that back to me, right? I thought uh-huh. about the fact that I never would have gotten, I, I wouldn't be this mom if I hadn't started coaching, mm. right? Is what I feel because it's that shift from kind of corporate, um, you know, climb the ladder, do everything you can to get promoted and make more money and, and be important and all that stuff whatever, um, to, to thinking more about what you actually want and to, to listening to other people talk about the things that they want. And so, you know, I try not to go coach mode all over my family all the time, but the listening is still super valuable and the understanding is still super valuable. So that's where like, do you want me to coach you or do you want me to just listen? That's the two that like, do you want me to be mom or do you want me to like offer my, like what I would suggest to people in order to go after their goals and dreams and, and what they want. So it's been, 
it's been a very, um, I'm very grateful for that because I was a very different person 11, 12 years ago, 20 years ago. Well, and I think from corporate into entrepreneurship, you almost have to. I mean, you've got the tools and the techniques with the corporate background, which is amazing because that keeps you on task with your with your coaching, with your systems, right? But as an entrepreneur, you learn that in life, it's about the relationships, right? And the community that you're with and in the coaching, when you, you do more one-on-one coaching, let's go a little bit into that coaching yeah. environment and what it looks like. If you could explain to the listeners kind of what you do yeah. with the coaching and what it looks Actually, like. Actually, I don't do a ton of one-on-one coaching. Um, okay. I did when, when I was in the, the health coaching world, that was very one-on-one. Obviously, every person is a unique situation when you're mm-hmm. talking about health and wellness. But what, as I started to move into business coaching um, and into talking about sales, I find that it is super beneficial to do these things in groups. Now I do still do some one-on-one kind of VIP level one-on-one coaching, but teaching in groups, doing group coaching programs and um, workshops where we can have six, 12, 20 people in a room, whether it's a physical room or more likely a zoom room, because we want to be able to reach people mm-hmm. and everyone wants to wear their PJs all day long. Right. Including <laughs> me, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm wearing my slippers right now, but you know, it doesn't mean that we can't go after what we want just because we're at home working in our slippers because the things that we want aren't related to what we're wearing or where we are. It's what's in here and what's in here and how we're going to manifest the things that we're imagining. And so, you know, when we're talking about moving from uh, coaching to creating gather and then the gather community, I had to set new goals, right? Come up with, as you go along that path, what is it that I want for myself for this next year? What is it that I want to create? What's a new initiative that I want to create from nothing for you know my future, for my company's future? And having that, taking that time to imagine that and then really getting super clear on what that looks like so that you can take that forward. That that's what coaching is all about. And that happens so much more. Um in a a much more fulfilling way when you're in a community of people, because we can support each other. We can, you know, we have that opportunity to be heard and to share what's going on with other people. We can learn from them. We can feel heard, right? Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship, if you're, if you're doing all one-on-one, it can be a very lonely place. Build a community around yourself. And now you're, you're, you're loving it, right? Because you, you were designed to be with people. Humans are designed to be with other people. We're not designed to be the Lone Ranger. Right. I think that's really important. And did you find that with, with the Zoom calls, with your online coaching, um, can people just start in or do you do like six-week classes? How does that look for? Yeah. For, I mean, it changes as we go through okay. life, right? Um, most of what I'm doing from a, a coaching program standpoint is like a six week program or a three month program or things like that, or or workshops that lead to programs. Um, My one-on-one coaching is in kind of a three month chunk at this point, um, which is, you know, of course it's all repeatable and have for however long it takes for, for the client to 
accomplish what they're they're searching for. Um, the gather community is more of a ongoing type of thing, and that is you know depending on what the community member is after, it might be being a part of, you know, our networking opportunities and classes and things like that, that we have on an ongoing basis, or it might be that they, you know, have a a plan for this year to roll out a bunch of things and launch a new program and do a lot of speaking. And they are looking for, you know, a period of time that they want to really focus on. So, so it's all of the above is the answer, I think, to your question that, yes, mm-hmm. it's short. Yes, it's long. Yes, it can be repeated. And um, and things are new things are starting and happening all the time. So how can how can my listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, listeners, well, get your pen I, and pencils out. Write this down. I am, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, my website is tracyroot.com. That's the easiest thing to share. It's links to everything on the planet from there, right? So I am, you can find me a lot on social media. I live on Facebook, you know, good or bad. It is someplace where I have a lot of connections and a lot of friends. And I have built our community there in a great group called the Gather Community with Tracy Root. I'd love for people to join us over there. Also spending a lot of time on LinkedIn because I, from the corporate background, I have, you know, a lot of people that I know from there and I, you know, can still kind of speak that language in a lot of ways. And from an entrepreneur standpoint, I think that that LinkedIn is a really, is a growth space. There's a lot more conversations happening there for people who are entrepreneurs and in leadership and, um, and helping everyone who's in business, which is people that I'm working with is other entrepreneurs, um, it's a great place to connect and there's a lot going on on LinkedIn. So those are probably my two favorite social media places. I mean, Instagram as like a, a side to Facebook, but, mm-hmm. um, but that's where you can definitely like find out about on the website and on social media, what programs are coming up, what events we have coming up for the gather community. We have six summits a year, varying lengths, varying, you know, uh, uh, themes and, and, and plans, but, um, and we have multi-speaker events and all that kind of stuff too. So kind of, I, I like to do a lot, it <laughs> so sounds a lot like of it. opportunities <laughs> to connect. Well, and I, I love the fact that you, you do, you're a Heinz 57 girls, right? you 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 do a little bit, but they all correlate with your main purpose. And that is right. to, to set and to get, and to help women, people in general, find their goals, set their goals and achieve them. When right. someone is stuck and like, oh, I don't know what my goals are. I don't know what I do. How do you help them get through that? Yeah. When they have that fog, that blank, like, I don't know. I've never been asked that question. What are my dreams? I have no clue. Well, I mean, more questions is often the answer. Okay. Um, right. If someone really doesn't know what they want to do, it it's usually not true. We'll start there. Right. The, the, I don't know is often I'm afraid to share because it's vulnerable, right? Um, I don't know could mean I have 40 ideas or three ideas, but clearly you only want one, right? So there's a lot of assumption. There's, mm-hmm. there's like not knowing what the right answer is, is a big thing. And of course there's no right answer. Um, so, you know, I really try to help people imagine what it is and and say and admit and, and own that what they're imagining, because, you know, I, it was a struggle for me for a long time, actually. 
um, a few years back was kind of when I was transitioning from health coaching into doing more business and sales coaching. When, um, when that was happening, I also struggled with like, well, what is like, why am I doing that? Why am I making this change? And what is, what's the dream? Like, why do I even want to make the effort? It's not going to be easy. Why do I want to do this? And I realized that I was afraid to admit my own dreams to myself mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we're all afraid of judgment. We're all afraid of what people are going to think. And, and it's a very normal, natural concern because that goes back to like, I can take you to the caveman day story, right? Where if you were in the cave with all the other cave people and you imagined something that was out there, you might be ostracized. They might be like, you're weird. We don't want you in our tribe anymore. And they push them out of the cave and then they get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger and they're dead. (laughs) So you know, what's the worst that can happen of admitting that dream that you have? Someone might think that you're weird. Someone might think that you can't, right? That like all of these thoughts that other people might think of us, this is what we're afraid of. We're afraid of being judged so that we then get pushed out of the cave and die. So there's no cave. We're not going to die. So what really is the worst that can happen? And so that's a big part of like discovering that dream, like that vision, building the vision from be and bold. And so it's a lot of questions and a lot of, of helping people to realize that that's what's happening and that they can move past that. So five or six years ago, as I was making this transition, I mentioned, I actually wrote up here on my wall, on my window frame. Now it's covered with my, my screen so that I don't have too much light, but I can read the first three words, which, which say, I am worthy. Mm-hmm. And so the whole phrase says, I am worthy of the dreams I dream. And then I wrote on the next window, the world is waiting for me to show up today. And it's that kind of constant, like it's here in my room. I wrote it down. It's in my hand. Someday I'm going to paint it. But right now it's just in pencil on my window frame to remember that whatever it is that I am doing, that I am worthy of the dream that I'm dreaming and that people are waiting for me to show up because I know that I can help them. So it helps me to remember that the things that I have inside me are worthy and valid. And so am I. And so that's what I want my clients to know, because that is what we all struggle with as we try to grow into our next best, better self, our next version of ourselves. And I, I appreciate you sharing that. We're almost to closing. We've got a couple minutes here. Word of advice that you could give my listeners. And you just gave us a bunch right there. Yeah. But one word or a couple of things for them to think about to take away before we end today's show. Yeah. It always comes down to everything that we do is a choice. Like everything from making our kids lunches for school to deciding to live in our slippers all day and maybe live in our pajamas and not do anything and watch Netflix all day. Like that's a choice. Uh Um, Deciding that um, we have to stay in the job that we hate because it pays the bills. That's a choice. It is a choice. You could actually leave the job. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen. You probably won't get kicked out of the cave and die. It might be hard, but you're probably not going to die. So what could happen, right? So everything is a choice. And if you think that you have to do something, look at it again. 
because it's probably a choice. There's probably a reason why you want to do it somewhere underneath there. And when you can embrace the why you want to do it, you're going to feel a lot better about it and maybe realize that you have another choice that you can make instead. I love that. Listeners, remember, we have a choice. And it's in my show, Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. And so I appreciate you, Tracy, bringing that forward. And we do have a choice. Remember our affirmation, more light is available to me every day. The breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. Remember, this world is not for sissies. We're here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 